Charlie, I know the folks listening to you and me are going to find this hard to understand. The Mets are totally out of it. There's no way they got anything to do but just play a ball game, and that's it. And yet, right here, for a giveaway of a tote bag, waterproof vinyl with a New York Mets feel on it, we're going to have over 50,000 people. I don't think there's an empty seat in the stadium. It looks like they're all sold out. People are still coming in here, but it is. It's a great uh, tribute to the fans of New York City, I guess. They've been treated to some pretty good baseball, though, but I don't think any more than the people in Pittsburgh have in the last five or six years. But it is uh, quite a remarkable turnout here. For a 25 cent take back. That's about what it is. I mean, we had automobiles, a pony, and campers. Do 27, 28,000. This, I guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, is an absolute sellout, standing room only. They're still coming in. But they give it to everybody that comes into the ballpark. And they're all carrying their Mets coat bags. It's like a haversack, is all I can explain. Blue and gold with the Mets colors on it. Last year, Nelly, you recall, they gave away the little bit of skull cap with the peaks on them, and then blue skull cap with the orange peak and the New York Met emblem. And they were in the pennant race last year. Yeah, and my grandchildren wear those things around in the wintertime. They're great. But uh, this is absolutely unbelievable. For now, the Yankees are knocking Cleveland Galley West. They're leading 6 to nothing in the fourth inning. And Milwaukee is at Baltimore. Baltimore has, I think, only one more game to play than uh, the Yankees. So, I'm not yeah. sure. They got one more to play because they're leading by a half game, and you can't win a division by a half game. New Either York is three. By a game. The Yankees have three in Baltimore. We'll keep you right up on that one. Now, the Dodgers for clinch today, although they are idle. If they are to clinch, it will be the Giants beating the Reds. And it'll be all over to the National League West, as it is in the American League West. Pirates leading the Cardinals by game. And Rennie Stennett at 295, seven homers, 56 runs batted in the outfield, swung to the right. Bob Apodaca, five and six on the year. Now they told you four and one as a starter. As an ERA at 3.09, a strike is called. Doug Harvey behind the plate. Mark Williams, Jerry Dale, and, and, uh, and Harry Wendelstaff. Apodaca, the right-hander, the 0-1, kicks, comes down, he's outside to Dyer and to the batter, Stennett. Bob Skinner coaching third, Jose Tegon over to first. The wind today can be a, an atrocious factor, it's swirling. Swing that time, Stennett couldn't save it. Up above us, uh, looking over the stanchions off the right field line, the wind is blowing an absolute gale from right field to left. But the center field flag is blowing from left field to right. So it shows you the swirling uh, conditions. The one-two pitch. It's smacked hard towards second baseman Mion. He's up, he throws, one out. The first baseman is Theodore. Third baseman Richie Hebner at 297. 18 homers, 67 run batted in. One out and none on. Chicago Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and games one and two for the championship series. They're available right at Three Rivers up until 4 p.m. at the advanced sale window. So while you're going into the ballpark to watch the pits, the Steelers go against the Raiders of Oakland. 
Get yourself some baseball ducats and be with us. Hefner takes it on the inside, 2-0. They have just announced that Milner's out with a heavy call. Here's the 2-0 ball. Standing room only went on sale here at 1.20. No, not, that's not the price. I mean 1.20 p.m. Now, isn't that the doggondest thing you've ever heard of? They're going to be over 50000 for a tote bag in a game with the Bucks. <laughs> ball three, strike one. This town belongs to this park here, the New York Met Park. The Yankees couldn't crack it if they had 7,000 Jimmy Valentines. In low, Hebner walks. Here's center fielder Al Oliver at 320, 11 homers and 85 runs batted in. Nelly, he was an Apodaca, the pitcher against us last year when the Mets were driving for an Apodaca pitch, and he walked a couple that took That's him the out. only time he faced it. He threw, threw eight pitches and unfortunately couldn't throw a strike. It was an unusual situation for a kid to come in. He just got off the plane from California, yeah. pitched in the minors, and the first time he ever walked into a major league ballpark. He had a big game. Oliver slams up out of the left out of play. The lights, of course, have been turned on here since the start of the game. He's a good curveball pitcher and not overpoweringly fast. He's not going to strike out too many. But his big pitch is a curve, and if he gets it over, as he did to spin it, he can be tough. One out and one on and no score. Out all over the batter. Apodaca delivers. And in there for a cold strike. A failing fastball. 0-2. Oh he should be Apodaca from Wikiwachi or something like that with a name like that. Apodaca, no ball, two-strike pitch to Oliver. Fouled away, he kept it in the zone. Al had to stay with it. Oliver with 192 hits and 94 runs scored. 85 runs driven in, batting a solid 320. You can't say enough about Al Oliver, but you can't say enough about Rennie Stennett either. Here's the 0-2 inside, made him get out of there fast, one and two. One ball, two strikes. Yankees lead Cleveland 7-0 in the Cleveland fourth inning. Cleveland just walked in a couple of runs an inning or so ago. Oliver hits one off the plate up off his back foul. One ball, two strikes. Greg Middles uh, hit another home run, so that's one of those runs. 7-0 lead. He is at uh, 21. A ball and two strikes. Here comes the pitch. Oliver hits it on a jamming shot back to Apodaca. Goes for one on the first double play. Apodaca backhanded that ball. Threw it on up to Martinez. He got it over to Theodore. So it's no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left. And we go to the bottom of the first. There is no score. Hi, this is your old superstar, me and Mary Jean. And I'd like you to give a listen to some news from your Chrysler Plymouth dealer. It can mean money in your pocket. Thank you, Mary Jean. You're right. Because money is what this message is all about. Right now, it's year-end clearance time at your Chrysler Plymouth dealers. That means he's tagging every 74 car in stock with a year-end price. Year-end prices on his eight great small car buys, including Valiant, Dusters, and Scamps, America's best-selling line of compact cars. Year-end prices on his mid-size satellites and full-size Furies and Chryslers. Prices to move them and move them out fast. 
because your Chrysler Plymouth dealer knows it costs him more to keep them than to sell them. So if you have to get the most out of every dollar you spend, and who doesn't nowadays, the place to buy that new car is at your Chrysler Plymouth dealers. You can really clean up on a great year-end deal at your Pirate Land Chrysler Plymouth dealer. Kenny Brett, 13 and 8 on the year. We'll go with Sanguian, Hefner, Tavares, Bennett, and uh, Kirkpatrick, the infield, Stodgill, Oliver, and Zisk. Kenny Brett beat Tom Seaver here back on the 21st of April, 7 nothing. Tom Seaver said to me earlier, Nelly, on the field, I understand I might be broadcasting the championship series with you. And I said, well, yes, that's a possibility. If the Cardinals get in, I'll be with you against the Cardinals and the Dodgers. But if you don't mind, I like you very much, Tom. I'd like to work with Nelly King and the Pirates against the Dodgers for the championship of the National League. Well, hope we're together for another extra week, Robert. Yes, sir. Right. I sure do want to be with you, Nelly, and going against the Dodgers next Saturday afternoon at the stadium. Now, they uh, could get in today if the Reds lose. The Dodgers are idle due to the football game. Here is center fielder Don Hahn at 2.44. Four homers, 26 runs batted in. Stoggle out in left field. You couldn't have kept him out of there with a derrick, even though he jammed his knee. Oliver straight away in center. Right fielder disc, not too deep. Hebner deep at third. Coaching uh, at first base, Roy McMillan at Yost at third. Pitch high. He looked like he was going to bunt. Drew Hebner up in there. Ball one. Milwaukee batting in the second inning, and there is no score in Baltimore. The Yankees are leading 7-0. They've got to win every game. One ball and no strikes. There's one through from Kenny Brett, one and one. Don't forget now, we know a lot of you are working your way down to Three River Stadium and listening to this ball game. Before you go on into the wickets, stop right there at Gate A at Three Rivers and get your tickets for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. High pop foul. It looks like it'll push out of play. Coming up, uh, it is out of play. Dan Galbraith down there, Mrs. Galbraith. And the pirate box down below. It's raining just a little bit, but at least that is clearing the fog out of here. Not raining hard. Don Hahn at 244. Ken Brett, a ball and two strikes to him. Kenny kicks, sends a curve, pops him up, and Hefner has a play. Drifts over on the foul side of third, right by the coach's box, one up. Here is second baseman Felix Mion, 268, one homer, 32 runs at it in. Nelly, this game important to us naturally in the standings with the Cardinals, but I think also important to watch the performance of Kenny Brett. This is a big one for him today. No doubt about it. We need uh, all the arms you can get in good pitching arms for the playoffs. If you get into those, and this game is very important from the standpoint you go back home with a one-game lead and maybe two, depending on what happens in Chicago. Foul back by Felix Mion, batting at 268, one homer, 32 runs right in there. John Osborne was of the opinion, I says, I hope Kenny Brett can give us a good game. He said, I think he will. He uh, he spent some time talking to Kenny after that last ball game in St. Louis. He was a bit perturbed, but Osborne likes that in the pitcher. The odd one. And it's hit foul out of play. The pivotal game in this one, as I see it, was the great 2-1 victory by Royce over the Mets in the middle game. That was a very pivotal ball game. 
you need a guy like John Matlock, you have to get a well-pitched ball game, and Royce really did come up with it. You look back on the big players, though. We were talking the press room yesterday. That play St. Ian made, uh, throwing Brock out at third base, and a good tag by Hebner in that first ball game yep. out there. Was a big Very one. big. The 0-2 has hit Smythe right inside third extra bases. And that's Dodger going over to get to it. And Leon has a double right inside third. Brock, he held a press conference today in Chicago at 12 o'clock Chicago time, and he read to the assembled members of the media the letter threatening his life, in which a gentleman wrote, or somebody wrote him and said, I have a brain tumor, I have wagered $50,000 on the Pirates to win the National League, and if you upset the apple cart, I'll kill you, no matter where you live or where you go, and he released that to the, the media today, so poor Lou Brock playing under tremendous pressure out in Chicago. But they have high security around him. Staub takes a strike. Rusty at 261. 19 homers, 77 runs batted in. Obviously, that would be the letter of a man that is not on his mental wavelength of being sane, and it is still a very frightening thing. Swing by Staub, strike two. No balls and two strikes. They're going to play Staub to pull the ball. Out at second base, Felix Mion. No score first inning. Staub watches it just a little high. A ball and two strikes from Kemmer. Fred against the New York Mets is 2-0 on the year. One ball, two strikes to Staub. Mion with a double off second. No score first inning. Here comes the pitch. Slow it away. Ball two, 2-2. Two, two. two strikes. Standing room only here today. Now Brett has his sign. Sanguine sets directly behind the plate and low. And it's hit foul out of play to the left. Three forty-one down the lines here. Four ten straight out in the alleys. Three seventy-one and three ninety-six in left center, right center. Ball two, strike two, pitch. High inside, ball three. Yankees batting in the fifth inning, where they lead Cleveland seven nothing. Milwaukee batting in their second, no score with Baltimore. Full count to stop. Three and two. Two on, and the Bucks need a Hoover. Benny Ayala batting at 2-11. Two homers and five runs batted in, replacing Cleon Jones in left field. Jones out for the balance of the season. will be operated on early October for knee with knee surgery. Now, let's see how the Pirates set up the outfield and the infield to Ayala. He is going to be played straight away in the outfield, a little deep to Stargell. Hefner near the line, deep at third. 
And they're starting to maneuver around out in the park bullpen. John Moreland walking over there. Pitch high, ball one from Brett. strikes. Two on, one out. No score. First inning. Brett delivers. High pop in the infield. Infield fly rule. Batters automatically out. Rennie Stennett waiting for it. Has to drift over to his left. And if he had dropped it, it wouldn't have made any difference. The batter would have been automatically out. The runners entered. They may advance at their own peril. That'll bring up the first baseman from Salt Lake City, Utah, George Theodore, playing in place of the ill... John Milner. Theodore at 169, one homer, one run, battered in. He uh, pinched in again against us the other night and rammed the double to left. Philadelphia does not score in the game at Montreal. The Expos are now batting. That's a battle there for third place. Montreal, one game back of the Phillies at third. They have Renko, Rogers, and Therese ready for the Cardinals Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Oh, five ball left field deep. Dodger going back. Has it measured? Got it. That ball was hit sharply, but luckily, Stargell was in a great position deep to begin with, then went back and nailed it for the out. No runs, they hit no errors, two left. At the end of one, no score. Hello, hello, me, Mary Jean, our superstar. Tell us about our Chrysler Plymouth car. Sure will, fellas. I'm going to tell them about eight great small car buys that are even better buys at cleanup time. Please tell us some more. Okay. Your Chrysler Plymouth dealer has vested and values and stamps, and they're all going at great cleanup prices. We want to hear it all. Listen, did you know that America's number one selling compacts come from Plymouth? That's right. Same values, justice, and stamps are America's favorite. So you know they gotta be good. And when you can get them at a cleanup price, that's terrific. Eight great superstar buys. Know what I mean? Thank you, Dean. Very deep for coming through. That's why we love you. Um, 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 Come on in for a great deal on America's number one selling small car at your Pirate Land Chrysler Plymouth dealer. In the Cardinals Chicago ball game, the Cardinals take a lead of one to nothing in the first inning. That is Curtis for the Cardinals, Stone for the Cubs. Lou Brock opened with a double, but he was tagged out in a rundown when Sizemore hit a ground ball, apparently off the third base side. Brock trying to go to third was tagged down, and Sizemore, of course, moved into second on the rundown. And then Simmons knocked him in with a base hit to make it one nothing. Cardinals Cubs now go to bat. All right. For the Pirates, Willie Stargell at 3.07, 25 homers, 95 runs batted in. Bob Apodeca delivers a curve. He's outside and high ball on. The Mets do not total the infield shift on Stargell. Mian and Theodore are pulled well over. Martinez is still on the third base side of second. Stargell takes it outside for Apodeca. Ball two and no strike. Right fielder Staub extremely deep. Here's the two and zero from Mapadeca. Stodgell a swing and a miss. Two and one. Looks like he threw him a straight change that time. Ball two and strike one. Richie's SP on deck better. Two one delivery. Curve outside. Ball three. Stodgell drew a lot of walks yesterday. Three, to be exact. 
Fouled at Padaka, five and six on the year. Fouled back by Wilbur on a fastball up around the chin. That would have been a good power pop for him if he was able to get his bat on it. Wilbur has 82 walks now. The most he ever had was 83, and he just tied that one. Now, uh, here comes Richie Zest, the right fielder. 3 1 2. 17 homers, 99 runs batted in. No score in the Pirates' second inning, and Stodgill has now equaled his career high with 83 walks. That is career now. We're talking major league level. Zisk is being played as a right center hitter. They gap him out in left center. Apodaca checks Stodgill, delivers. Zisk takes it upstairs, the ball. Telephone is ringing down in the bullpen for the Metsies, but nothing yet stirring down there. So he just answered the phone. One ball, no strikes. Apodaca checks Stodgill to the plate. Zisk a swing, foul back. have increased their lead 8-0. Still batting in the fifth over Cleveland. Milwaukee batting in the second. No score at Baltimore. Apodaca, 1-1 one one to Zisk. Swing and a miss on a breaking ball. 1-2. and two. That's Deke Slayton and McNally going... And oh my, right down the middle to this. Not looking. With one out here is Sanguin, batting in the number six spot. Batting at 284, seven homers, 66 runs batted in. Now they'll swing the outfield more radically to the right. And the left fielder, Ayala, is giving Sangi about 60 feet of the left field line. Center fielder Don Hahn in a little shallow in right center. Apodaca's curve is on there for a strike. Ed Kirkpatrick on deck. No balls, one strike. No score. Stodgill at first, second inning. One out. Dismissed. One ball, one strike. Low curve spinning in. A ball and two strikes. This is Apodeca's first appearance in against the Pirates this year. Sangi lines it to the third baseman, Garrett. He throws back to first, and they double up Stargill. That's the second time that's happened. It happened yesterday, and it's happening again today. A line drive to third and a throw over to first for a double play. So it's no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left, and they've had two double plays. We go to the bottom of the second, no score. Hello, 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 me, Mary Jean, our superstar. Tell us about our Chrysler Plymouth car. Me and my friends here are going to tell them how they've been waiting to buy a full-size car. They're really smart. 
Plymouth dealers. That's right, Mary Jean. Your Chrysler Plymouth dealer is getting ready for his new 75. So he's putting a year-end price on his full-size 74 Furies and Chrysler. Isn't that terrific? You know, for some people, a full-size car isn't a luxury, it's a necessity. And at cleanup time, it makes a great buy. Fury and Chrysler. Yeah, sometimes it's smart to wait. Know what I mean? Sure do. Thank you, Mary Jean, for coming through. That's why we love you. Come, come, come. Come on in for a great cleanup deal on a Fury or Chrysler at your Pirate Land Chrysler Plymouth dealer. Your baseball host is in your Pirate Land Chrysler Plymouth dealer who has immediate delivery on America's number one selling compact. Your host now will be Joy, nature's high-protein food for dogs, higher in protein, and it still costs less than most other brands. Now a scoreless game into the bottom of the second inning. Teddy Martinez stepping in against Kenny Brett. Once again, here's Bob Prince. Okay, Nelly and Martinez at 2-1-2. Two, two. two homers, 41 runs batted in. Mind you, Steeler fans and Pirate fans that are at the stadium right now, too, during the Steeler game, you know, at halftime and all, you can get Pirate tickets for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and the playoff tickets at the Gate A at the exchange window inside the gate A lobby at the stadium. Ball one here to Martinez. Kim Brett working. No score. Fly ball right field. Zisk is running hard. Going back. Going back. Going to be over his head. Martinez has a double. He's going to try for three. And he makes it. Gets a triple. And now here's Dyer as the sun breaks out here a little bit. And let's see, we'll play the infield back to Dyer, batting at 209. No homers have made a run batted in. Ball was hit over the head assist. And then our relay was a bad one. Wasn't good enough. There's a base hit to left. Double, triple, a single, and now Wayne Garrett at 226. 12 homers, 50 runs batted in. Pirate bullpen is up and working. Larry Demery is up. To Garrett, the infield back at second and short, uh, centered in Tavares. ball in there for a strike. There, swung to the right. Swing, he misses this time. Try to hit the ball off the left side. Well, you artists, amateur or professional, you're invited to enter the National League logo contest in conjunction with its centennial anniversary in 1976. You get a $2,500 prize for the winning logo. The deadline is December the 1st. Send it to the Pittsburgh Pirates. All entries become the property of the National League. 
Ball outside. Brett getting the sign now. Wayne Garrett out of Sarasota. It's a base hit down the right field line. It's going to be extra bases, I think. Just is up firing. Garrett's on his way to second. He's in there. They got a double, and they're after Brett with a hurry here. Fastball up and away for Martinez, and he hit the ball to right. He got it up inside to Garrett, he rammed it. I got to tell you, Teddy Martinez, Duffy Dyer, and Wayne Garrett just don't hit Kenny Brett like that unless uh, he doesn't have his stuff. Uh, they're just not that kind of hitters against a pitcher like that. And Brett's uh, fastball is just kind of non-existent. So now they bring up Abadaka, and we bring up the infield. Moreland joins Demery. We're caught in the situation. We've got to get somebody out in the bullpen warmed up in a hurry. Brett to the windup to Apodaca. Swinging a foul back, and he took a woeful cut at that one. Wow. Mets leading one to nothing. Have runners at second and third, and nobody out in the second inning. And Brett's got to start getting somebody out here in a hurry. We'll get to Apodaca, but we can't give him any three or four run lead. I can't believe Apodaca will shut us out. But we got to stop him with uh, no more than a couple of runs. Swing and a miss. Reds are batting in the second with the Giants no score there. No ball, two strikes. Apodaca waiting on the 0-2. And, and Brett just misses upstairs a ball and two strikes. Doug Harvey says to him, pitch a little high. Here's the one and two delivery. Into the dirt. Good stop by Sangian. That saved a run. And if he doesn't stop it, they not only get a run, the other guy comes to third. Sangi made a fine play on that ball into the dirt. Two balls, two strikes. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Curve inside. He missed the Chicago Cubs have tied the ball game. Kessinger single went to third on Cardinal single and scored when Tyson lost Williams pop fly in the sun. Oh, foul back. Apparently the Cubs are still batting. The game is tied one and one. Ball three and strike two. Pied infield up. Runners at second and third and run out. Three-two pitch. Apodaca is walked. Bases are loaded. And the batter is going to be Don Hahn, who fouled out the third in the first inning. Now the wind has whipped the haze away. And the sun is starting to shine through. All right, infield now has dropped back to double play depth. We'll give up a run to get two. In the way of an out. He's a base hit in the center field, and they're killing it. 
They're going to score two more runs, and there isn't going to be anybody out. Don Hahn rams it, and Brett has nothing here today. Now Don Osborne is coming out. Apodaca stopping at second base. The Mets have had a triple, a single, a double, a walk, and a single in this inning. Nobody out. And Ken Brad has been tagged for three runs. And he's handing that ball to Osborne without even an argument. Now Al Oliver's coming in. They're going to be getting the glasses as the sun is breaking through. And the Pirates are going to be going to that bullpen in a moment as soon as Osborne signals... With the plate umpire, Doug Hardy. And I think they want Demery. Well, Osborne tells a funny story about uh, when he was a young pitcher and hated to come out of a ball game. And hit a manager one time, came out to him, and he never looked at you when he wanted the ball. He turned his head and pulled his hand out. Well, he said, you're going to stay in here. If you don't get him out, you're going to have to fight me in the clubhouse. <laughs> he said, I got him out. <laughs> Kenny Brett went through that uh, situation in St. Louis. He didn't want to give up the baseball, but there was no doubt about it today. He was ready to give up the baseball. He just didn't have it today. And it's, you know, it's a tough thing. He's a great competitor. He wants to win, but physically, when you're not ready to do pitching, uh, it's a tough game when you're healthy and... It's unfortunate he just isn't healthy to pitch right now. Well, what's the log on Demery while I towed up the damage to Brett? All right, Demery is six and six. And, uh, of course, has no say. He's a string of six consecutive wins in the starting role. It's not fair too well in his last two outings in the month of September in Chicago and also in Montreal, the last road trip we had. But he's pitched a couple of good uh, relief jobs and one or two batters. Recent times he's worked. And he comes out here with the need now for some very good long relief pitching because the Mets lead by the score of three to nothing. Well, Demery's going to have to stop him. Brett went one inning. Nobody out here in the second for three runs. That's not too many. If we can stop him right here. Because that gives us seven pops to go to Apodaca. And normally we should against uh, most pitching, score at least three or four runs and get back into this game. Both the Cardinals and the Pirates are watching scoreboards. They see the three for the Mets up there, just like we see the Cubs have tied the Cardinals 1-1 and still batting the second. But we got to go in the... Uh we got to do it ourselves right here. So Han is at second. Check that as at uh, first. Apodaca at second. And Emery will be going to Phoenix Mian, who doubled inside third in the first inning. Not the ball Martini has hit. should have been caught himself. Well, I'll tell you, it hit the back wall, and Teddy Martinez generally uh, is not that kind of a power hitter. Looking this, it goes back pretty well, but I truthfully believe it, he didn't think Martinez could hit the ball that well either, but he sure did. 
All right, Demery working now, and we're up at first and third. They suspect the bunt. Leon does bunt. Hebner comes up and grabs it. He throws to Stennett for the out as the runners advance on the sacrifice. Now you got to pop somebody up or strike them out. Stab, who drew an unintentional walk in the first inning. And they're going to put him aboard. They'll put him on to work on Ayala and hope for the double play. You come home to that ball, right to me. Don't horse around. Well, let's see how we're going to deploy our infield. The batter is Ayala, who popped the second in the first inning. For the moment, Kirkpatrick's playing up tight. The rest of the infield is back. Watch out for a bunt. Demery has his sign, starts his motion. Curveball hit out to right field, coming on board as this, running toward the line, makes the grab, fires for the plate. Ayala, the, the catcher, can't get it. And they score a run. The throw is up the line. And so Ayala drives in another run. Apodaca scoring to make it 4 nothing. Throw to the plate, Don Hahn went on to third. Staub remained at first. And the ninth man of the inning is George Theodore standing in. Well, they're ahead for nothing, but that's not insurmountable, my friends. Stop them here, Larry, and we'll go get some points for you. We're only in the second inning. If you're going to have anything scored against you, it's best to have it done early and gives you plenty of chances to come popping. We'll get a couple on. Somebody will go downtown. We'll show you how to get three or four back in a hurry here. I do believe it. Demery stretching now to Theodore. Inside on the fifth ball one. Theodore lined hard to left field in the first inning. One ball and no strikes. is a vital element in dogs' daily feeding. Joy, nature's food for dogs, contains 25% protein in both its kibbles and chunks of joy. Joy dog food is a scientific blend of grains and meat solids that provides your dog with a balanced ration so necessary for good health and habits. 
This chewy, crunchy, tasty dried dog food keeps all dogs in championship condition. The meat solids it contains are equivalent to 60% fresh meat and maintains a proper balance of protein, fats, calcium, and vitamins that keeps your dog active and alert. So compare labels when you shop for dog food. You'll find joy. Nature's food for dogs contains 25% protein. Compare that with high percentage with any other dog ration of equal quality. And you'll find that joy is equal or better. So today, fill your dog's feeding bowl with that high-protein, scientifically-balanced dried dog food and watch him jump for joy. Oh, yes, joy will not cost you an arm or a leg. You'll find joy dog food at your open pantry, payday, and community supermarkets. The sizable margin here for the nothing is uh, the Pirates set in the third inning. Ed Kirkpatrick, uh, Frank Tavares, and the pinch hitter, I believe, will be hitting for Larry Demery. This is John Moreland. I guess that's uh, predicated on the fact that we might get somebody off. We'll wait and see what they do with Demery. He may stay around and do some pitching. And Kenny Brad again today just uh, did not have it. He's had only one game. He pitched well since he came back from that arm problem. He's the Chicago Cubs. Since then, roughed up in Montreal, St. Louis, and again here in Shea City. Kirkpatrick batting seven, hitting a 254. Six home runs, driven in 35. Well, the Bucks have come back before and got a long way to do it. Let's see if we can do something with Bob Apodaca. We've had a couple of base runners off him. Both times, a race down double play. He takes a strike, Kirkpatrick does, at the knee. Cardinals bat in the third inning, and Chicago and St. Louis tied 1-1. John Curtis, Steve Stone. Change up outside, and a count of uh, one ball, one strike. But that Jim Marshall has been brought back as the manager. But Al Spangler and Hank Aguirre have been cut. Swing and a foul tip by Kirkpatrick. One ball and two strikes. Somebody else is coming back. And who was it? J.C. Martin, the only coach coming back. Uh, Spangler and Aguirre will depart. Jim Marshall has been tied up as a manager for the Cubs next season. Curveball popped up in the infield. Easy play. The in front of the plate, Duffy Dyer's got it. That'll retire Kirkpatrick. Let's lead here, four to nothing, chasing Kenny Britt in the second inning with uh, four hits, a walk to the pitcher, and a sacrifice walk. Tavares will be the batter. John Moreland has stopped throwing, so Larry Demery apparently is going to stay in the ballgame. Frank hitting a 248, no home runs. He's driven in 26. Pirates have had great pitching in this series up until this one. Away. One ball and no strength. It's good pitching on this entire edge of actually. With the exception of the game in St. Louis and this one here today. Tavares lines right to the shortstop, Martinez. Well, he hit a couple of balls out here, but everything right at somebody. Two up, two down in the Pirates' third inning. Demery will come up to hit. Larry hitting at 156, he's had five hits in 32 times at bat. Pirates will be back home tomorrow night for the start of the final three games of 74. And the National League East still up for grabs. Curveball away. One ball and no strike. Tickets are on sale at Three Rivers this afternoon. 
for those games and also for the championship too. Fastball, bounce foul. Off third. And into the Collins drum down the left field line. John Lumpy was telling a funny story about that thing in the minor league. They had a guy that used to spend some late hours and thought he wouldn't be pitching that day. He got in the drum and he rolled out the drum and taking a top bottom off and he rolled out too. Low on one pitch. Foul right at the feet of the catcher Duffy Dyer. Montreal on the Grand Slam home run by Ken Singleton in the first inning leading Philadelphia 4 to nothing. A win by Montreal would put them in a dead hot, a dead heat with uh, Philadelphia for a third place. That's the last money spot. They finished fourth last year. Apodakis won two pitch to Demley. He struck him out. Pirates go down in order over the front three innings. Apodakis on a no-hitter. We go to the bottom of the third, and New York leads four to nothing. Your host now is Daily Juice Natural Juice Products. Natural fruit drink concentrate and Daily's cocktail time cocktail mix. Before the Mets bat in the third, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Pirate Baseball Network. All the good sports are on Pirates, baby, baby, Pittsburgh. The Mets lead 4-0 into the bottom of the third. Teddy Martinez, Duffy Dyer, and Wayne Garrett. He's got things going against uh, Brett in the second inning. Uh, bat against Demery. Martinez triple, Dyer single, Garrett double. And Brett was into a castle of trouble. He never did get out of it as he takes an early shower here. Demery came on to get the final two out. Martinez tripled over the head of Zisk against the wall in right field to open up the second inning. He takes a fastball apart from Larry. Ball one. Demery, just 21 years of age, brought up when Bob Moose came up with a blood clot late May. The 1-0 pitch to Martinez in there, taking stack one. One ball and one straight. Football score after one period of play. Dallas and New York, no score. Sun breaking through now after a very dismal opening of the ball game. A lot of fog and overcast. Pitch away and a count, two balls and a strike. Sankey and telling Demery to come down and follow through a bit more. The Sun field right now in left and also center field. The 2-1 pitch, foul, back out of play, and Martinez had a good rip that time. Two balls, two straight. The Yankees lead 10 to nothing over Cleveland. The Jets have taken a 12-10 lead in their ball game in the third period. Just playing Buffalo. Cardinals bat in the top of the third in baseball out in Chicago. They're tied there, 1-1. Larry Demery winds up the 2-2 delivery to Teddy Martinez, fouled back out of play. San Francisco leads Cincinnati 1-0 in the top of the third inning. Houston has a 1-0 lead over Atlanta. But that game out in Cincinnati, the Reds have to win that thing, or they are eliminated from the 1974 Western Division race. Near magic number one. Sliders away and a full count of 3-2. Pirates have had a tough season pitching-wise. The loss of Bob Moose, Doc Ellis, Kenny Brett, Nealing. But this ball club hasn't given up and has come right back. And they lead the National League East despite all those misfortunes. Foul. Back out of play. Dave Justy 
also started poorly, and we missed him for a week, and that's when the Cardinals got hot, and unfortunately the Pirates went cold. But this club uh, somehow keeps bouncing back some way. 3-2 pitch. Line shot. Right side. Stennett bobbles. Picks up. Throws. He got him. Hey, Rennie Stennett has such great body reaction. He can throw a ball. Fall in every which way you want to and still get something on it, and he did that time. The ball was hit sharply to him. Cammed off his glove to his right a bit. Picked up and threw off balance for the out on Teddy Martinez. One down. Duffy Dyer, the batter. Dyer lined a single the left field to drive in the first match run. He's only hitting 209. That was only his ninth RBI. And it gave you a pretty good indication that Martinez hitting the ball so well to the opposite field and Dyer hitting the left that well that Kenny Brett just didn't have his usual good stuff. Mets lead 4-0, one down. Nobody on third inning. And the curveball by Demery is away. Ball one. Pirates' first Eastern Division title was clinched in Pittsburgh. And that's the only one. Boano pitch. Right on the corner, taken by Dyer. One ball, one straight. 1971, we clinched the pennant out in St. Louis. 1972, right in this ballpark. But in 70, we beat the Mets in three rivers. The 1-1 pitch. Ground ball. Up the middle, picked off by Tavares. Comes up near the bag. He's got him at first base. Good play by Frankie. Going to his left to get the out. Two up, two down. That'll bring up Wayne Garrett. He's been killing us in this uh, series and also in Pittsburgh. He doubled and scored in the second inning. The Mets scoring four times to chase Brett. He's tagged with all four runs and only one inning of pitching. He didn't retire anybody in the second inning. Garrett with 116 hits, 86 walks. He's been on base 202 times despite a 226 average. The pitch by Demery to Garrett, left-handed batter, outside, ball one. The 1-0 pitch by Larry, curveball, bends down low in the count of 2-0. Again, Heasley from Titusville, Keith Hurst from Tyanesca, a couple of students at the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia up here rooting for the Bucks today. 2-0 pitch. Down low, ball three. Now Garrett, who draws more walks than anybody, one pitch away from picking up number 87 on the season. Napadaka, the pitcher, the on-deck batter. Demery's 3-0 pitch. He missed inside or right on the corner. Taking strike one. Garrett backing off and giving way to the pitch. He backed up and cut the inside corner. A dismal day at the start of this game, but a beautiful fall afternoon now to sign out. Brilliantly fastball up high, and Demery issues his first walk in the fourth in the ball game. Brad issuing two unintentional, one intentional walk. And I stand corrected on that. Demery issued the intentional walk. Brad issued two unintentional. Apodaca walked in the second inning. That loaded up the bases, and Don Hahn came through the base hit that drove into right-handed batter. Garrett leads from first. Kirkpatrick playing off the bag. Chopping ball to shortstop. Retreating as Tavares gets the out at first. He hurries. He just got him. Wow. Right, Tavares kind of laid back on that ball. Thought he was going to get a force play at second base, but he had no chance at all after he gave way to the ball and threw just in time to get out the deck at first base. 
Yeah, goes short to first. The Mets, no runs, no hits, no errors, and one left. We've completed three, and New York leads four to nothing. Overflow throng here at uh, Shea Stadium, waving their tote bags to be given away on Fan Appreciation Day. And looks like an invasion of Blue Jays or something, I don't know, but they're blue bags and everybody waving them. Sellout crowd here for the final Sunday of the season for the Mets, and it's uh, Fan Appreciation Day. We're down by four runs. The Bucks have got to start doing something against Bob Apodaca, who has uh, not given up a hit over the front three. He walked one in the first, one in the second. Both are raced on double plays. Now that means he's faced nine hitters. Over the front three, we're back at the top of the lineup. Rennie Stennett, open, bouncing out to second baseman Felix Mion. Fastball away, ball one. Rennie on a ten-game hitting streak. Has gone 20 for 45 during that span. Round ball foul. Just off third. Stennett this year has uh, had hitting streaks of 14, 12, 11, and three times he's had streaks of 10 games. He has scored 84 runs. Napadaka's 1-1 pitch. Swinging it on this on a curveball way outside. Strike two. This guy's got a good, sharp wrecking ball, and he's throwing a lot of them. Hopefully, they can get somebody on. He can hang on and get the long ball. That's what we've got to have going to get back into this ball game. I have the Mets give us a couple of opportunities. Foul back out of play by Rennie. And the count holes with a ball and two straight. Mets have got Martinez, Neon, and George Theodore in the infield. Benny Ayala in left, Hahn in center field, and Rusty Staub in right. At the deck and die of the battery. The one-two pitch. Swing and a miss strike three. He threw, threw a fastball right by him. Rapidak is retired. Ten in a row. Cardinals lead two to one. They get a run in the top of the third. Off Steve Stone, John Curtis working for St. Louis. Pirates lead by one game. Sizemore singled with one out. Smith struck out. Simmons walked before Joe Torrey. Single left to drive in Teddy Sizemore. And the Cardinals lead 2-1. to one. Hebner, the batter, walked his first time up. Takes the changeup away. Ball one. Ampadanka throws a fork ball or what he does, but an off-speed pitch appears to move away from Hebner. Ball 1-0 pitch. It's away again. Turns over the fastball. Two balls and no strikes. The guy that pitched such a great game and back in the 40s, Floyd Gabell, the only game I think he ever won. Find some funny pitchers doing things late in the season. 2-0 pitch. Outside of the fastball and hit their eyeball that one. Ball three. Three balls and no strikes. The Mets out in front. 4-0. Pirates fourth inning. The pitch to Richie, and he's on the corner taking strike one. The first time the Pirates have had a chance to look at the pitching of Apodakin. And it takes a while to get accustomed to what he's throwing his style. Fastball bounced to the right side. Theodore takes it on his system. And that'll retire Hebner. Now the Pirates, who have hit 
Jerry Kuzman, John Natlack, and Chuck McGraw. Not as hard as you could. Natlack, not that hard, but the other two certainly are having their problems here with a kind of an unknown Bob Apodacus, who has won five and lost six. We haven't had a hit off him so far. Oliver, the batter, bounced into a double play in the first inning. Ground ball, the third, Wayne Garrett. Easy play, and the fires go down in order, and Apodacus. No hitter through the first four innings. Then we'll go to the bottom of the fourth, and the Mets lead four to nothing. Now we're down four to nothing, but Demery uh, closed the door in the second and third. He goes in the top of the fourth against Mion, uh, Han Mion and Stout. And while we've got the chance, let's pause 20 seconds for our local station. Now more than ever, the Liberty Tunes are a mess. So now is the time to call on the commuter computer. If you're still trying to figure a way to and from Pittsburgh, have your employer contact the commuter computer to get you moving. John Hahn fouled out in the first inning, but singled against Brett in the second to drive in two runs. He's one for two. Leads off the fourth inning. Demery set to work. It's the side for Matty Sankey in the windup by Larry and the pitch underway. High pop-up behind home plate, but drifting out of play. Strike one. Cubs are out in the third inning, and the Cardinals lead 2-1. to one. One pitch underway to Hahn, a changeup popped into right field, rather deep, just drifting back near the warning track. He's got room, he's got it, one down. Now the announcement in the background that this will be the largest crowd for the Mets in 1974. Their previous biggest crowd was 48,736 back in May. You can believe the way the weather looked here today at the start of this ball game. You wouldn't figure anybody was going to play baseball. The threat of rain. Very foggy, a bit of a drizzle, but it's cleared up, and it's been a beautiful afternoon. Aside from the score, with the Mets leading four to nothing. Me on the batter, one for one. He doubled and sacrificed in his two plate appearances. He was the first batter Demery faced. Fastball taken, strike one. Montreal continues to lead Philadelphia four to nothing. The Phillies bat in the top of the plate. Demery's curveball bounces in front of the plate. One ball, one strike. New York leading Cleveland 10 to 2. They're in the bottom of the seventh inning. Baltimore and Milwaukee no score in the top of the fifth at Baltimore. Does anybody ever score off Baltimore pitching? Boston leads Detroit 4 to 3. They're in the top of the sixth. Emery's 1-1 pitch underway to behind foul back out of play. And the count of a ball in two straight. Emery picked up the slack with a loss of Kenny Brett. He came into Do some pretty good pitching. Won six games in a row, and he and Doc Ellis got out about the same time. The one-two pitch to me on just away, and the count is two balls, two strikes. Jim Hooker peering up, telling Bob and me yesterday that he took a look at the scoreboard there when the Cubs took the lead, and he looked in the pirate dugout, and he thought he was looking at a dental society meeting. A lot of shiny, curly white teeth. Everybody smiled on effort. Not too many smiles so far this afternoon. The Pirates trail four to nothing, and the Mets, uh, the Cardinals lead two to one. 
Neon flips the foul. That'll play down the right field line. The count of two and two. Never been in a season that has so many emotional ups and downs as this one. The 2 2 pitch to Felix Mion. Hit off the right side. Stennett's got it. A good running grab by Ernie going to his right. And to his left, rather, to haul it in. Two up, two down. In the Mets fourth inning. Stop. Walked in the first inning unintentionally. And Demery put him on in the second inning. Unintentional walk. Mets have four runs on five hits. The Pirates, no runs on no hits. Two down in the Mets' fourth inning. Bemery's pitch underway. to Staub. It's a fastball. Down low. Ball one. Staub gave Willie Stargell a restaurant that he told him would be a good place to eat last night, but Stargell felt so badly last night, his leg bothering so much, he stayed in the hotel. Eight there. One open. Fastball right there at overpowered Staub. The count of one ball and one strike. They had a 10-2 score on the board, but it's still 10 to nothing. New York leading Cleveland. They have taken down the two. Like to take down four here. Pitch away. Ball two. Two balls and a strike. This is the final road game in 1974 for the Pirates. We have uh, won 36, lost 44 on the road. Done very well. The Tartan surface at Three Rivers, 49-29. Two-one pitch, hard shot. The first baseman, Kirkpatrick, right into the glove. Kneeling down, he gets him for the final out. A couple of well-hit balls, but right at people here to end the fourth inning. Let's get down in order for the first time in a ball game. And we've completed four, and New York leads four to nothing. How many of you Pirate fans can remember seeing the great Hannes Wagner? Well, if you're in your 40s or 50s, your only memory of him is probably as a batting coach. White-haired, bow-legged, leaning on a fungo bat beside the cage at Forbes Field. And if you're in your 60s or 70s, you may have a cherished memory of actually seeing the Dutchman as a player. Looping a single to left center and flying down to first, turning the corner at full speed and setting headlong to second for a double. Hannes Wagner is remembered for his competitive, no-nonsense attitude about baseball. And at Union National Bank, they pride themselves on their competitive, no-nonsense attitude about banking. They're not interested in thrills and gimmicks. And yet, if you come to see Union National, you'll find a full range of banking services. You'll find courteous and professional people. And most of all, you'll find that after 117 years, Union National is still a bank. Member FDIC. Well, New York fans here bubbling. Yankees in the eighth inning are batting, leading Cleveland 10-0. And they've just seen on the board for Don Money. He had a two-run homer for Milwaukee. And they now lead the Baltimore Orioles 2-0 into the bottom of the fifth. And this is a game that if the Yankees win in Cleveland, as they're doing in Baltimore, Chavez, will put the Yankees on top by a half game. Willie Stodgill, he walked in the second inning. Apodaca Hineaway, ball one. One ball and no strikes. Outfield around the right. Stop playing in the sunfield now. 
Ball high to Starge, 2-0. We need a couple of men on and somebody to take one downtown to get back into this ball game in a hurry. 4-0 New York, we're in the fifth. Apodaca's not allowed a base hit. He's walked a couple, but he's erased them on double play ball. Stargell watching outside, ball three, 3-0. Three oh. Three balls, no strikes, and the pitch. He puts one on the corner, three and one. Cardinals lead the Cubs, two to one in the fourth inning, Cardinals batting. Curtis and Stone in that one. Three one pitch, Stargell walks. That's the third walk given up by Apodeca. Second time to Willie. Batters this. Watch the third strike slide by in the second inning. They're going to play him around the right center. Apodaca checks Dodgel the pitch. Curve inside the ball. I remember in 1960, Dick Stewart got the biggest cheer he ever got in his life from about 50,000 people at Pitt Stadium when he hit a big home run to clinch it for us, practically, in the ballgame, anyhow, in Cincinnati. Here's the 1-0, and there's a high fly to shallow center. Don Hahn flips the glitch, comes up. Well, I'd like to see about 50,000 at Three River Stadium let out a roar all of a sudden, and that would mean... For us, that we got one going here. Now with one out, St. Gian will line into a double play in the second inning, standing in. Dyer out chatting there with his pitcher, Bob Apodaca. Nolan Ryan got his third no-hitter of his career. Last night struck out 15, walked about eight. Puts him in some very select category. Fellas that are throwing three no hitters like Kopax. Nolan Ryan is something else. Well, we got to get a couple of base hits. We haven't had a thing that even looks like one. We have hit the ball hard on a couple of occasions, but right at somebody. So we'll hang close and we'll get him. Outfield swung right, gaps out in left center. Stoggle at first, a loose hold on him by Theodore. Apodaca's delivery, and this loop foul down the right line out of play. fans now getting ready to walk around in the stadium for the Steeler-Oakland game. Don't forget, at gate A, you can get your tickets for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday's Cub and Brodeo. All three games at 7.35, plus the championship series games, Saturday, Sunday next. Style, a big swing by Sangi on a pitch way away from him. Strike two. No balls, two strikes. One out. One on, Stargell, fifth inning, 4 nothing New York. They knock Brett out of the box in the second inning. Sangi twists away from one in off the elbow. Ball one, strike two. Ray Sadecki was to pitch today, but he's got a bad back. So they brought on Apodaca. And he is popping it to us for the moment. A one-two pitch. Inside, ball two, two and two. Sangi started to chase one, but held off it. 
thought I heard him say the Cardinals lead 3-2 in the fourth and the Cubs are still batting. Got one in the fourth. The Cubs have got one in the fourth and still batting. Two balls, two strikes to Sanguin. Stodgill at first, one out, four-nothing Mets. Apodaca. And Sangi swung on a fastball right down the middle and missed it. That's four strikeouts now. Here's Ed Kirkpatrick popped up to the catcher Dyer in the third inning. Bucks are due in tonight around 9 o'clock, and there's no way we're going to be anything but the worst that can happen is tied for first. That's the worst. High ball on. Why don't we think positively and go home leading by two, win this one? One ball and no strikes, Apodaca delivers. Spanky hits a chop to Theodore at first, and we're down weekly. Standing a runner go to the bottom of the fifth for nothing, New York. It's that time of year again. All the great shows are on TV. The superstars, spectaculars, exciting games. And that's the time Adler brings you that once-a-year chance to save in their annual real sale. You can save big money this month on the TV you need for your family. A black and white portable, just the right size for the kids' room or the den. Or look at that honey of a portable with super solar color. Admiral brings you sale prices on 100% solid-state console TV, too. Light 25-inch pictures in a set with all the features, like Color Master Control, double-sided cabinet, and, well, believe me, it's really loaded, but the price is really something else. Admiral real sale prices are the lowest of the year on portable TV, on console TV, and on console stereo, too. See them all and hear about those low real sale prices at your nearest Admiral dealers this week. Cardinal scored, reached single, moved up on a grounder by Tyson, and scored on a two-out single by Brock. And he got his 118th steal, by the way, before the inning was over. And now the Cardinals batting in the fifth lead the Cubs 3-2. In the eighth inning, Cleveland batting. The Yankees are on top of Cleveland 10-0. Now the way the Cubs scored, Madlock let off with his ninth home run. So it's 3-2 Cardinals. Madlock's got a vendetta to go there, and he tripled and knocked him out of the box the other day. Here's Benny Aiello, 0 for 1. Popped a second, drove in a run with a sacrifice fly to right. And Larry Demery lays it over there for a strike. Milwaukee leading Baltimore 2-0 on a two-run homer by Don Money in the fifth. There's a slammer toward right. Just coming fast is not going to get it. Got a base hit. That's hit number six. And that is the first hit off Larry Demery. The Met damage, they did it to Brett. Here's Theodore, lined to left field and bounced out to second. New York leading 4 nothing. Come on, Hooverize these guys. Let's get a double play. Demery checks his runner aisle up. Theodore wanted a bunt. Boy, did he run that ball inside on him. 
2-0. Giants lead the uh, Dallas Cowboys 7-0 in the second period. And the Orleans and Atlanta tied 7-7. Two all pitch. Ball three. Theodore up to Bunt has now worked the count to 3-0. Oh. And walk. Now they have two on and then out, and the batter is going to be Martinez, who tripled over the head of Zisk in the second inning. Scored a run, one of four. They got off Brett in that inning. And then he ran it out to second base. John Moreland getting up again. Kirkpatrick holding. Now breaks, waiting for the bunt. And it's fouled back. We have runners at first and second, and Ed was holding runner at first. I would think he'd play up inside unless he thought we were going to trick play and try to pick him off. Now he's playing up in. Nothing and one here to Martinez. Demery. Keeson has joined. There's uh, a ball hit back to the middle for a base hit. Coming on fast is Al Oliver. And they'll score another run. They lead 5 nothing. So they have runners at first and second and run out. And the Mets now on top five zip. Bruce Keeson has joined Moreland. And this is now getting a little bit on the alarming side as Dyer, who's single drive in the run later, scored as one for two. And we'll have to play again as though he might be bunting. He tried to bunt and then swung away and rammed it right through the box. Theodore off second. Martinez off first. The pitch. Dyer takes it over the plate, but low ball one. Yankees batting in the ninth inning. They lead Cleveland 10 nothing. Cincinnati's come on to go in front of the Reds. 3-2. They got a winner to their out. Dodgers are idle. The 1-0. And it's hit off the right side. Overgrowth Stennett steps on second. Throws the first double play. Over to third is Theodore. Two down, run in. 5 nothing. Mets. The batter will be Garrett. Double to right. And walk. Scored a run. Accidentally in the second inning. That hurt. So, Apodaca will be coming up in a moment. Walked and scored, bounced out to short. 
are leading 4 nothing before 5 nothing before the largest crowd of the year here at Shea. We haven't had a base hit off Apodaca through five. We've had some base runners on walks. All right, Demery ready, and here comes the pitch. Right on the inside corner for a strike. Larry reading his sign, saying he sets low and away. It's a chopper to third. Hebner has it. He'll go on to Stennett. He'll step on second. Garrett is forced the side retired to get a run on two hits. Fan to pair. We go to the sixth. Five, nothing New York. Hello, everybody. This is Mike Lang, voice of the Penguins, with an invitation to get the best seat in the house at the Civic Arena. Now's your chance to get a full or partial season ticket to see the exciting Pittsburgh Penguins. In the winter of 74, the Penguins have a ticket plan that's made for every fan. Season tickets, as you know, guarantee the seat that you want, and you have the option to buy the tickets for the playoffs. If you'd like the partial season ticket plan, you can choose your own seat, get a discount rate on parking, plus pick the 20 games that you want to see. To take advantage of the partial season ticket plan, this reminder, you must place your order by October 1st. So stop at the Penn's office at the Civic Arena or phone 281-0555. The number again, 281-0555. From the opening face-off to the Stanley Cup playoffs, you can see it all. And get the best seat in the house for the best hockey on ice with a Penguins full or partial season ticket. See today's Pittsburgh Press for convenient season ticket application. Well, we're going to be making some changes in our batting here in a moment. And while Apodaca warms up and the Mets lead 5 nothing, let's take 20 seconds for our local station. The Pirates have really got to put it together now. And if you want them to drive for five and take the World Series, too, now's the time to back the bus. Show them we're with them all the way. KDKA thinks Pirate baseball is a serious business. Popovich is going to bat for Frank Tavares. Gene Fines is on deck. He'll bat for Demery. This probably will be our last day on our stations in the south of WTRL, the voice of the Pirates in Bradenton. Unless, of course, they decide to take the championship series starting next Saturday, and we got to get in there first. Cubs are batting in the bottom of the pit where the Cardinals lead their 3-2. That's Curtis and Stone. Paul Popovich bats for Tavares, pops up the first pitch, and third baseman Wayne Garrett. Now they'll bring up Klein. He'll bat for Demery. This guy, I guess, shuts us out of the no-hitter. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say anything. The game, I think. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything rash. Worst can happen. We go home tied for first. That's just the worst. I got a funny feeling if we are to lose this game, the Cardinals aren't going to win this either. And then we play the Cubbies for three while they're up there seeing what Mock can do to Dazzle as he smells third place money. He's whipping Philadelphia 4 nothing. You know, the Phillies have only scored one run in 18 and 22 innings against Montreal. 
Climbs, takes it on the corner. And uh, Rogers, Torres, and Renko are waiting for the Redbirds. Ball one, strike one. Line slams to right and has a base hit. We broke the no-hitter. And they boo. They don't like that. He made a career here in 1970 hitting against this ball club and in this ballpark. I think he went five for five. Pinch hitting against the Mets in 70. Now the batter, Rennie Stennis. He down to the second. He struck out. We gotta got a couple of guys on, and somebody's gotta go ding a ling. That's what we gotta do. Pick them up in bunches. A couple mid airs that help. Keep it going. The Reds lead the Giants three two. Giants batting the fifth. The Reds don't win this one. It's all over. Here's the pitch, and it's a slammer into the glove of Mion. What a play by Mion! Holy Toledo! But he did. Here's Hefner walked and grounded out to first. He made a whale of a play. That's the kind of a play you figure me on would make. If you're pitching a good, good ball game, this is the kind of plays yep. you get. Napadak is having one of those afternoons. He's got his atom ball working right at somebody in the Mets infield. So Hefner standing in with 18 homers. That's a third line drive out. Yep. Get one out of here, Rich, and let's make it five to two. The pitch. Started a swing on a curve inside a ball. One ball and no strikes. Five nothing Mets. We're in the sixth inning. Apodaca delivers. Outside ball two. Walk him and let Oliver ring one. We got to get some points up there in a hurry, Nell. You're getting late in the afternoon, Rob. Yep. Ball two and no strikes. Apodaca. Five and six on the air. Hebner pops. Left center. Coming up, Ayala. And that... Oh, he drops the ball. And Hebner going to second. Finds is going to score. How about that? A can of corn. He drops the ball for a two-base error. Said we need a little bit of help. We got a big help. Now, hit one, Al. Bob, I'll say to Gene Klein's credit, he ran all the way, and uh, he came in and scored. Hit one out, Al. I haven't seen back-to-back home runs in a long time for us. Now would be the time. The pitch to Oliver. Hits it off the right side. Over goes Mion. He's up. He throws. They'll get us. But we got to run. Boy, I'll tell you, that catch made that he made on Stennis turns out to be a very big play, the one Mion made. Follow that one up with the air, and we got two runs in. But uh, give Mion credit for a brilliant play. One run on. One hit, one error, and one left. And we go to the bottom of the sixth. The Mets lead 5-1. How would you like to see Old Blue Eyes, Frank Sinatra, in concert Wednesday night, October 9th? Just enter the KDKA Old Blue Eyes contest. Because I only have eyes. When we call you.
before you. All you've got to do is name the musical blue-eyed artist we'll play. And if you're a winner, you've got two tickets to see Old Blue Eyes. Send us your name, address, and phone number. The address, Old Blue Eyes. KDKA Pittsburgh, 15222. Identify our blue eyes and see Frank Sinatra Wednesday night, October 9th at the Civic Arena. KDKA's call for action gets things done. If you've got a consumer problem, call for action volunteers will either resolve your complaint themselves or direct you to the agency that can help you. Next time, remember KDKA's call for action, 333-9370. Call for action, weekdays 11 to 1. Well, the Pirates have come on with John Moreland, the right-hander who has uh, yet to win this year. His record 0-3. This is his 39th appearance, all of them in relief, and on average 4.02. The other change, Paul Popovich goes to shortstop, replacing Frank Tadell. Getting a bit cloudy here again. The umpire is a bit concerned, looking up behind us over the first base side to the western part. I don't know whether there's rain up there or not, Robert, but it's getting dark. Let's not have any of that. Cubs are batting in the bottom of the fifth where the Cardinals lead 3-2. to two. Phillies batting in the fifth where Montreal's got them popped 4-0. Reds are batting in the fifth where they lead the Giants 3-2. And if the Reds don't win that one, they can pop the bubbly in Los Angeles or wherever they're going. Setting to make it, the New York Giants leading the Dallas Cowboys 14 0 at half. We didn't think it was. So, Marlin now working here to the head of the order, Don Hahn, who has one hit in three at bats and a run batted in. John into the windup. And it slammed down to stand it off his glove in the right for a base hit. <laughs> Buffalo comes on to beat the New York Jets 16 to 12. Baltimore came back with three runs to take a lead over Milwaukee 3 to 2. Boy, in the last 25 or 30 games, Baltimore has come from behind to win ball games in unbelievable fashion, showing that they're the mark of a fine ball club. Here's Mion with a double and two at bats. Sacrificed in between. Goes to sacrifice this time, took it up inside, ball one. Mets leading here, 5-1, sixth inning. Have a runner on in Don Hahn, none out. Marlin goes to first. Make that into a record. The pitch. And it's hit away out in the left. Coming up fast is Stodgill running very hard. And he's not going to be able to get it. It's just a little bloop. Mion got a bloop in the left field. Now they got two men on to Rusty Stobb, who's walked twice and lined out to first. the lights on earlier in the game. They turned them off. They may have to turn them back on. I think that's what played umpire Doug Harvey was double-checking. 
So stop now. He is up with two men aboard. And John Morton. Jim Mitchell is up for us now. Pitch the stabs a let up. It's on the outside corner for a strike. Cardinals are batting in the sixth inning. They lead 3-2 in Chicago. Curtis and Stone there. Home run. Madlock. 118 stolen bases. Brock. All right. The 0-1. Staub watches the fastball tail outside. One ball, one strike. Milwaukee now batting in the sixth inning where Baltimore leads 3-2. Detroit's on top of Boston 7-4. That'll put them out if they hold it. Cleveland has gone down. The Yankees have swept the series 10-0. All they can do now is just sit and hope that Milwaukee will beat Baltimore. Burton was quoted here saying, we got a sweep. He's got three more games to play, and they play at Cleveland. Or they play two more. They play in Milwaukee. They beat Milwaukee somewhere along the line. Baltimore's got to lose one of their remaining three. It's a high chop up towards short. Popovich has the ball go behind him, and they'll get another run, and the runner will go to third. Paul trying to short hop the ball, and it went in behind him in the left field. Let's see what they rule. They ruled a base hit, and a run batted in. are leading now 6-1. to Mion's at third. And Ayala. Pop to second. Dove in around with a sacrifice fly. Single in the fifth and scored. And Morton now in some big trouble. With runners at first and third. Ruling that one a base hit by Staub is kind of unbelievable. Don't want to put an error on Paul, but that one you got to feel. Just a high bouncing ball in the infield. And then it went under his glove in the left. Third ball in there for a strike for Moreland. That's leading now 6-1. We've only had one hit, and that was Gene Klein, single to right as a pinch batter. Ball in again, ready. Moves him off the plate with an inside delivery. One ball, one strike. Once again, Marlin ready, and the 1-1 pitch. Foul straight back, 1-2. Cardinals have picked up another run, now lead 4-2, still batting in the sixth over Chicago. They win and we lose. It'll be tied when we come home to play Chicago 3, and they go to Montreal for 3, and it'll be settled in the last three games of the regular season. One ball, two strikes. Right back off the glove of Morton, out into center field for a base hit. 
off a glove of Moreland. He was stabbed at it like he was a pastry cook. And they are clobbering the Buckos here. Now leads 7-1, and the batter will be Theodore, and Osborne's coming out. Has four straight hits and two runs off Moreland. Have uh, come about. One of them should have been uh, retired for now, but they ruled base hit for some reason or other. And it looks like that's going to be all for him, and they're going to come on with Mitchell. Although Osborne has yet to signal for him. They give the ball to Don. He wants Mitchell. Last couple of times out, Nellie Moreland's had all kinds of trouble. Well, he had a tough time, and uh, it's just been a long year for John. He was a much better pitcher last year than he is uh, this season. I wish I could tell you the reason for that, and I'm sure John would like to find it, too. He pitched much better baseball last year. I guess maybe just in the starting rotation. He was a better pitcher. As a relief pitcher, he just hasn't fared too well at all. That was an old story. When you get into a ball club's bullpen early, you're going to get some runs. The Mets are doing that. They chase Brett. A couple of runs off Demmer, one run off Larry, and uh, John Wolf. They haven't been able to get anybody out. They've already gotten two runs. They have runners on at uh, first and second. And we're going to look at Jim Mitchell. Last time Mitchell worked, I'm sure that the butterflies had to be stirring around in his tummy a bit. That was that 13 to 12 ball game in St. Louis. And to be truthful with you, he pitched pretty well that night. He deserved a much better fate. He came on and got Joe Torrey to bounce to second base, but a throwing error by Stennett got him on and threw in two runs. He wound up the losing pitcher as Torrey was the eventual winning run in that ball game. But Mitchell had a good appearance in that one. That was his first uh, good outing for the Bucks. He throws a fork ball, a fastball, and a pretty good uh, slider. But primarily, a uh, pretty good live arm. This fella has a chance to be a pretty good major league pitcher, I think. Well, well, we've got the opportunity as the Pirates go to their fourth pitcher and trailing 7-1. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Pirates baseball network. All the good sports Pitching staff this year, uh, suffering, no doubt about that. Last year, the loss of Steve Blass was most noticeable. This year, the inability of uh, Ken Brett to pitch the second half of the season. Doc Ellis out here in the month of September. And there just doesn't seem to be any kind of depth at all in the bullpen, other than, of course, the short men in Ramon Hernandez and also Dave Justy. Demery has uh, done a pretty fair job in some long relief roles, but he's been about the lone uh, bright spot so far, and... It's pretty difficult to lose guys the caliber of a Doc Ellis or a Kenny Brett or Bob Moose and Steve Blass and to fill those holes up in a one-year span. And the Pirates are going through that right now. Moose, by the way, is down in Florida, hopefully his arm coming around. And Steve Blass, of course, is still, I guess, one of the big unsolved mysteries in sports in the last few years. And whether he'll ever pitch is still a question mark. Now we're set to go. Minshaw to go against... George Theodore, the Mets lead 7-1. Stobbs at second. Yeah, he was at first, and here's Bob Fritz. Cardinals have increased their lead to 7-2. Tyson single, moved up on a sacrifice, but Stone threw that away, enabling Tyson to score. 
Yes, Curtis went to second. Cassidy dropped Sizemore's pop-up for an error. Jose Cruz hit a three-run pinch hit home run. And the cards are still batting. And wrapping the cubby 7-2 as we're getting popped here 7-1. The batter will be Theodore. He's 0 for 2 and he walked Minchel. With two men aboard. Getting darker by the minute out here again. Sends it inside ball on. So if it stays the way it is, we are going to be home tonight. And the Cardinals will go on to Montreal. We'll play Chicago Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And we'll settle the National League East. Starting out dead even tomorrow night. Here's Mitchell on the 2-0. And it's hit off the left side. Over goes Popovich. Ghost has sent it on to first. Fine double play. And over to third unmolested. Stop. Two down to Martinez, who tripled and scored. Bounced to second and singled and drove in a run. Cubs are now batting, trailing by five runs, two to seven. In their sixth inning. Well, what more could you ask for, yeah? You want to be greedy and you'd like to do it. We've won uh, thus far three straight here. Five or six on the trip. Five out of six on the trip. That isn't bad at all. And this isn't over, you know. We've been known to score more than six runs in an inning. Fork ball miss from Mitchell. Ball one. But if it stays the way it is, you come on out Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. You'll find us out there going at it against Chicago. We're going to get Bonham tomorrow night. That's a cinch. And uh, it'll be a big ball game as Montreal will be playing the Cardinals in Montreal. Ball two and no strikes here to the right end batting. Martinez with two out. Rusty Staub is at third. Ball grounded to short. Big hop up for Poppy. Goes for the out to retire the side. Two runs for New York on four hits, no errors. And one left. End of six. It's 7-1 New York. Hey, if your car's been acting like a 3,000-pound weakling lately, maybe it's time that you brought it into a Delco dealer for a tune-up. If it needs one, your Delco serviceman can do the job. He'll let you know what it'll cost to have your engine running fine again. He'll check compression, adjust ignition timing and carburation. Another thing, if new parts are needed, you'll get the best from a Delco man. Delco Remy Ignition and Electrical Components, Delco Carburetor Parts, and Delco Wires and Cables. So if you're planning a vacation, plan on letting a Delco serviceman check your car, let him check it over before you go. The more you know, the more you'll want Delco. For all your Delco tune-up parts, contact Penn Hills Auto Parts at 119 Oak Drive in Penn Hills, Valley Auto Parts Company, 329 Airbrake Avenue in Wilmerding, and Kozell Auto Parts, 2774 South Park Road in Bethel Park. Tell the Bucks are way behind here, seven to one, and the Cardinals leading seven to two in Chicago. It means that we've got three more innings to do to do some catching up here against Bob Apodaca. It was allowed only one hit, one earned run over the six innings. Shows you the kind of pitching he's done. As I mentioned earlier, the month of September, you find some pitchers who haven't done anything at all suddenly coming along and pitching a ball game that is uncommon for them. It's certainly uncommon for Apodaca. 
Pirates be Jerry Kuzman, John Matlack, and Tug McGraw. And you figure, man, you got through those three. And a guy named Apodaca. Well, that's what makes baseball a rather interesting ballgame. Stargell swings and misses to open up the seventh inning. Strike one. He has walked twice in the second and fifth inning. Getting cloudy again. And the lights have come back on. Willie fouls into the third base side over the pirate dugout. And the count of 0 and 2. Milwaukee got a run in the sixth inning, and they tied Baltimore 3 to 3. Money had given them a 2 nothing lead, but the Orioles came right back with 3 to take the lead. But it's now tied 3 3. Pitch up high on Willie in the count of ball in two strikes. This gone deck to be followed by St. Guillaume. But the inability of Ken Brett for the third consecutive start to have a good outing as the Bucks in a hot water here. Curveball taken by Willie Stocker. Tough strikeout by Apodaca. That'll bring up Zisk, who is over two. Zisk was called out on strikes in the second, fly to center in the fifth. You can't recall the year, Robert, when it's been such an emotional up and down. One game to the next during the course of the season. Zisk fouls out of play for a strike. Yeah, one time you think you got it locked, and you turn around, and next thing you know, you're way down in the bottom of the valley. But we can go home tonight knowing we're no worse than dead even with the Cardinals if it stays the way it is, Millie. It's down to a three-game season again. The 0-1 pitch in there at the knees taken by this step two. Pirates had 13 hits yesterday. But throttle here this afternoon, he only hit a pinch hit by Gene Plines in the sixth inning. This wraps the short, and Martinez plays it into an air. He never did get his hand on that ball. That's an error charged with the shortstop, Teddy Martinez. Mets first through second error of the ball game. Had a rod scoring in this ball game. Stobbed at a ball. It's uh, Paul, Popovich. Paul Popovich, I'm sure, would tell you that he had to make a play on, but he didn't. He gave Stobb a base hit and an RBI on a ball. He, Actually, uh, had a hard time getting past the grass at shortstop. Sankian, the batter, hits the second base. And Neon will turn it into two over to Martinez. Double play. That ends the Bucks in the seventh inning. The third double play for New York. And Apodaca having himself an easy afternoon here. We have stranded only two over the front seven. Now the Pirates go into the bottom of the seventh inning. New York leads 7-1. New York leads 7-1. You know, the old gunner here has been doing the pirate play-by-play for Iron City now for 18 years. Great years. Just filled with exciting moments. Great players and a lot of fine, fine fans. You know, something I've learned over the years is that baseball fans know their beer and they like it. That's why they've helped make Iron City beer the number one beer around here year after year. Of course, it's tough to put your finger on any one reason. But maybe it's because Iron City is made with more ingredients. And all those ingredients are the very best a good beer ought to have. So when you start into a tall, frosty glass of Iron City beer, you know it's an Iron City. 
because you can't miss that rich, full flavor, that lively tang, that beautiful creamy head, that real honest-to-goodness beer taste. You take it from the gunner. If you want to sink your thirst into the best beer around here, you've got to get the number one beer, Iron City. Yes, my friends, pour on the iron. Duffy Dyer, Wayne Garrett, and Bob Apodaco will bat in the seventh inning against Jim Minshaw, who came on to get out of the sixth inning after Moreland was touched up for four consecutive hits before leaving. He didn't retire anybody. The pitcher of record, however, Kenny Brett, who only went one inning here this afternoon, and he was knocked out in the second. Kenny just uh, physically not the same pitcher, and that's a tough thing. If Mr. Brett is healthy... He's a good pitcher to have going for you. But physically, Kenny evidently still feeling the miseries of that bad elbow. The Cardinals lead the Chicago Cubs 7-2. Montreal leads Philadelphia 5-3. That's in the bottom of the sixth inning, both ball games. Cincinnati, whose magic number is down to one, leading San Francisco... 3-2 into the bottom of the sixth inning. American League scores. New York already has beaten Cleveland 10 to nothing. Rudy May on a four-hitter struck out, I think, 13 or 14. Milwaukee and Baltimore tied 3-3. They're in the bottom of the sixth inning. The pitch to Dyer is a fourth ball away. Ball one. New York win and a Baltimore loss will put New York into first place by a half game. Nyer bounces foul off third. One ball, one strike. Mitchell's been banging around for a number of years and suddenly found some success uh, last season. Steve Blass was talking about him. Not how well he threw the ball down there. When Steve uh, came back up late in August in our coast trip. And he has now joined the ball club. Jim Mitchell. Ground ball, the shortstop. Popovich has got it. And have a retired Dyer. Mitchell hit him right on the fist with a good fastball. Mitchell played uh, high school basketball with Dave Callender with the Boston Celtics. Him a big fella, 6'5", 6'6", about 215 pounder from Kentucky. Wayne Garrett, we haven't had him out today and very few times in this series. The double and scored a run, walked in the third, walked in the fifth. See if Mitchell can find the secret. Foul, back out of play, strike one. Wayne making a salary drive here or something. He struggling, I'll tell you, until last uh, weekend in Pittsburgh. Hitting around 210, 215. The one delivery. Change up way up high, a ballooning pitch. One ball to one straight. Minchel with the mustache, not quite like Raleigh Fingers, but similar to it. A one one pitch, up high, and a count of two balls in the straight. Seven to one lead for New York, seventh inning, and a fastball runs in on Garrett. The count goes to three balls in the straight. Cubs still bat in the sixth inning. The Cardinals lead 
The 3 1 pitch. High fly to left field. Easy play for Willie Starkin. Had to retire Wayne Garrett. First time we've gotten him out this afternoon. Mets are in with 11 hits off an assortment of four. Pirate pitchers, five off Breton and inning. Two off Demery and four. Who pitched the best ball? John Moreland didn't retire anybody. Gave up four hits. And Mitchell now has retired five in a row. Napadaka, the batter, gets a good hand from the overflow crowd here at Shea Stadium. He's the leading pitcher. Running here 7-1. Lines on the center field. Oliver playing it perfectly. Taps the glove. He's got it. And the Mets get down in order in the seventh inning. Well, we've completed seven. We go to the eighth inning at New York leads 7-1. Hey, how many times have you heard me talk about the new cowhide baseball and how strange it seems not to call it the horsehide? Well, my friends, it's still the old peel of it. Just a different package. Sort of like the new half a case of Iron City beer. Yes, Iron City beer now comes in a brand new package, half a case. But it's still the same rich, hearty Iron City beer that you've been enjoying all along. It's just that now you can buy 12 cans of ice-cold, thirst-beating Iron City beer in one convenient, easy-to-carry package. And you know what makes it even more convenient? Well, you can buy it right at your friendly neighborhood tavern. You can't beat that now, can you? So the next time you're enjoying a frosty draft or two of Iron City beer in your favorite tavern, remember to take some of that great beer pleasure home with you. Just ask the man for a half a case of iron. And when you're really ready to pour it on, my friend, well, you know what to do. Hey, you just pour on that iron. in the eighth inning, Kirkpatrick, Popovich, and a pitch hitter for Mitchell. Mitchell did his job. He went uh, two innings. No runs, no hits, no strikeouts, and no walks. Kirkpatrick and Apodaca. Kirkpatrick has, uh, he's over two. Popped to the catcher and grounded the first. Apodaca's delivery. Kirky started to run up like he was going to bunt. Ball one high. Two, two, no. Jimenez and Justy loosening for the Bucks. As our pitcher Mitchell scheduled third batter here in the eighth. Ball outside to Spanky, three and oh. The New England Patriots have knocked off the Los Angeles Rams 20 to 14. Man, oh brother, they're undefeated. They beat Miami, won last weekend, and just knocked off Los Angeles. Here's the 3-0. He's walked, Spanky. That is four walks. Bunkett's having a good time along with some other guys on that club. Here's Paul Popovich. He is over one. Cubs have been out a long time in the six with the Cardinals lead 7-2. Philadelphia batting in the seventh. Montreal leading there 5-3 in the battle for third place money. Baltimore batting in the sixth where it's 3-3 with Milwaukee. The Yankees have already won 10-0 over Cleveland. Rudy May threw a four-hitter, struck out 13. 
the outside corner to Poppy for a call strike. Miguel Delaney on deck. Ball grounding down towards second, and it takes a funny hop, but Beyond throws it just in time for the out on Kirkpatrick, six, four to six. And that'll bring up Delaney to bat in uh, place of Mitchell. Mets leading here, 7-1. We've only had one hit. Klein's got a pinch hit single in the sixth inning. That's the only thing we've had. And he scored as a result of Ayala dropping the ball hit by Hebner to left. For what would have been the third out of the inning. second baseman in the sixth inning and a great catch by uh, Mian. Now the Reds are out in front of the Giants 6-2. Bench hit his 33rd homer. batting in their seventh, 3-3 Baltimore. Detroit beating Boston 7-4 in the Boston ninth. That'll put them away if they lose it. Fly ball right field and stop. It's going to put us away. At the end of seven and a half, we're down 7-1. Say, when do you enjoy a beer the most? After working in the yard? In the evening at your friendly neighborhood tavern? Or maybe just sitting back, relaxing, enjoying a ball game. Well, if you really like beer, you probably enjoy it all those times. And your beer is probably Iron City. Why? Well, it's simple. Because Iron City beer packs more of what a beer drinker wants most. Flavor. Rich, hearty, robust, real beer flavor. The kind of flavor that comes from using all natural ingredients. And brewing them with the most care humanly possible. Yes, that's what Iron City beer is all about. It has flavor that's refreshing after a tough bout with the lawn. Flavor that's relaxing after a long day's work. And flavor that keeps coming on beer after frosty beer, even into extra innings. Yes, sir, for pure beer enjoyment, you can't beat Iron City. So stop by your favorite distributors and pick up a case of 12 or 16-ounce returnable bottles. When you're really ready to pour it on, pour on the iron. 
on, me on, and stop. Mitchell went two innings, zero the board. We return home tonight, get in around 9 o'clock. No matter what happens here and in Chicago, we are assured of a first-place tie. And if the Cubs should rally and go on to win it, we'd still be leading by one. So Juan Jimenez now, Brett's the loser. They clobbered him in one inning for four runs. Memory for one, and more of them, he couldn't get anybody out. Mitchell did his job. So, uh, you folks, I'd be uh, out there Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. You'll see the National League Championship decided. Right there at Three River Stadium. There's a very good possibility that... You may have to come out Thursday at 1 o'clock and see the Cardinals and the Pirates play for the title. They win their remaining three, and we win our remaining three. It's a tie. We win two out of three. They win two out of three. It's a tie. There's so many combinations. What has to happen to decide it when we go home to play Chicago three and they go to Montreal to play three is St. Louis has got to win two out of three, and we got to lose two out of three for them to win it or vice versa. Well, you can't draw it much closer than that, can you? The games at Three Rivers will all be at 7.35, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And I think they're going to bring Bonham at us tomorrow night. He had been scheduled to go against the Cardinals. They switched to Stone. Jimenez, a right-hander, throws it high, ball one to Hahn. He's two for four. Out of the season, fifty thousand six hundred and fifty-three. The Eagles beat the Baltimore Colts thirty to ten, and the Oakland Raiders lead the Steelers seven nothing in the first period. Here's Mion now with a double, a single, in three at bats, and a run scored. Jimenez inside corner for a strike. Nothing in one as Juan Jimenez, the right-hander, gets the sign from Sangi. Sends a pitch high, 1-1. Milwaukee batting in the seventh. They're tied with Baltimore, 3-3. The Yankees beat Cleveland, 10 nothing. Two sweet bats here. Ground ball wide at third. Hebner up nicely, throws him out. He walked twice, lined the first, and then beat out what they called an infield single to drive in a run in the sixth inning. have been out a long time. They've knocked out Curtis, and Alan Roboski is on for the Cardinals in the seventh, where the Cardinals lead 7-2, so the Cubs are kicking up a ruckus somewhere. Down underneath the knees to stop ball two, 2-0. Two 
Two balls, no strikes. Milwaukee doesn't score. Ball to one in the seventh. Tied 3-3. Here's the 2-0. Stop watching the strike. Montreal batting in the seventh. Battle for third place money. Montreal leads there 5-3. They'll play the Cardinals Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday while we're home playing Chicago. Two balls and a strike to stop. And he slams it to Stenner, leaps up and grabs him for the out. So we go now to the ninth inning and the Expos lead, that is the Mets lead, 7-1. You know, when a pitcher's out there in the mound, he has to do a lot of things right at the same time. He has to pick the right pitch, throw it at the right speed, and put it in the right spot. And if he's doing even one of those things wrong, chances are he's going to be treated to an early shower. The combination has to be there. And it's the same way with beer. Making a great beer, like Iron City, requires a combination that has to be just right. Take ingredients. Iron City beer is made with all natural ingredients. The barley, hops, everything is natural. But that by itself is not enough because it takes care. And an understanding of what their customers want in the beer. Yes, Iron City beer is brewed with extreme care right here in Pittsburgh by people who understand a beer drinker's taste bud. And it all adds up to rich, robust, full-bodied Iron City beer. And it's waiting for you right now at your favorite distributor and your friendly neighborhood tavern. Enjoy all the goodness in Iron City beer. When you're really ready to pour it on, pour on the iron. Well, here's our last pop at him. Uh, Hebner, Oliver, and Stodgill against Apodaca. He's allowed one hit, a single to right by Kleins, and a pinch hitting roll back in the sixth inning. And he has his pop seven to one. The Cubs are stirring up something out there in Chicago. They've knocked out Curtis, and they brought on Alan Roboski, who's pitched a lot of baseball in the last five or six games, and yesterday threw a ball away to help Cubs go on to win. And I'll tell you something else. They're going to need him up there in uh, Montreal. We're not going to have any easy time with Chicago. They renewed uh, Marshall's contract, by the way, as the manager of the Cubs for next year. Hebner is 0 for 2. Got on in a two-base error in the sixth inning. When Ayala dropped the ball, we got our run. Uh, Ampadaka high ball one. This is the longest he's ever pitched in his career. Eight innings. Now the 1-0. And on the corner, 1-1. One one. one ball, one strike pitch. Swung on and foul back. One and two. Strike two. Here's the one-two pitch. Grounded down to first base by Theodore and in the right for a base hit. That's just our second hit. Here's Oliver over three. Six hundred and fifty-three paid here this afternoon. Being treated to a rare bit of pitching by Bob Apodaca thus far. 
Inside, throws it a short pass ball. Hebner will go up into second. Sure was. He had to backhand it and everything else. He got Jerry Cram up. He needed a net to try to catch that ball. things are going. The Reds are still alive. They're winning 6-2, to two, and they could have been eliminated today. The Dodgers idle. Dodgers play Houston three games. All they, all they got to do is win one, and the Reds got to lose one of the next three, and it's all over. Now, that's practically a shoe-in, but you never know in this doggone game. 2-0. 3-0. Strike is called. Two one. Chicago's been out a long time. So far, the Cardinals on top 7-2. They've switched to Alvin Roboski. 2-1 pitch. Beat up the force base side. Theodore has it. One out over to third, Hebner. That's up Stodgill now. Walked twice and called out on strikes. second man to get there. Of Apodaca. Who's never pitched this long in his career. But he's mesmerized us here today. And leads 7-1. High fly left field. Ayala. Admiral tag. And walk in. Dodger has 96 ready. But two are down. Nobody on. And here's Eskus for three. Bonham and Keeson go tomorrow night. Inside ball one. Cubs got to run. That's all. Cardinals lead 7-3, bat in the eighth inning. Stays the way it is. We come home dead even. And we'll decide the National League East at home. While the Cardinals are in Montreal. Base it up the middle by this. That's just our third base hit. That'll bring up Sanguino for 0 3 Hit him two double plays today. Oh, waiting for Sangi to get in there. Changed up, stays upstairs for a ball. One ball and no strikes. Sangi pops it up. Running back is Theodore. Coming over me on. Apodaca has won his ball game and his first complete game ever. 
on two hits, stand a runner, it's all over. They pop a 7-2. From a hitter's point of view, there aren't many things nicer than a big, fat, hanging curveball right up there in the old wheelhouse. Hey, it's enough to make them smack their lips in delight. Now, from a beer drinker's point of view, a big 16-ounce returnable bottle of Iron City beer packs that same kind of delight. Yes, sir, 16-ounce ice-cold ounces, I might say, of Iron City beer. Hey, it can really lay into a thirst. Just pop open one of those 16-ounce beauties and pour it into your favorite beer glass. You see if it's not one of the most inviting sights you've ever laid eyes on. Tall, frosty, sparkly, and golden. The mere sight of it is almost enough to scare off even a big thirst. And the flavor, of course, does the rest. Yes, my friend, there aren't many things nicer than the way a tall, ice-cold, 16-ounce Iron City beer takes care of a thirst. So stop by your favorite distributor and pick up a case of Iron City beer in big 16-ounce returnable bottles. When you're really ready to pour it on, hey, pour on the iron. Your baseball host is an Iron City beer. Well, not a very pleasant tale here today, Robert. But a pretty good road trip as we won five out of seven and go back and the Pittsburgh tied for first. We left the game and a half up. We just got to drive for three now. That's all you can say. <laughs> and uh, that's it. We're down to the final pump. Pittsburgh going down seven to two. New York seven eleven and two. The Pirates two three and all. Apodaca all the way. Never did it in his life. Did it today. He's six and six. Brad is thirteen and nine. Behind him, Demery, Marlin, Mitchell, and Jimenez. So we come home, and we're going to be tied for first place unless the Cubs pull a miracle and come from better than four back to beat the Cardinals in the eighth inning now, trading three runs for seven. I guess that's what a pennant race is all about, and the fans will be able to see it unfold before their very eyes starting tomorrow night, Nellie. Well, I know we'll be on hand. If, if you can't get to the ballpark, uh, we'll be on the radio with it tomorrow. It's uh, Bruce Keisha to go against Bill Bunt. This game was brought to you in part by Iron City Beer. When you're really ready to pour it on, pour on the other. By Daily Juice Natural Juice Products, Natural Fruit Drink Concentrate, and Daily's Cocktail Time Cocktail Mix. By Joy, Nature's High Protein Food for Dogs. Higher in protein, and it still costs less than most other brands. And by our Pirate Land Chrysler Plymouth dealer, who has immediate delivery on America's number one selling compact. For Bob Prince and for engineer Earl Gordon, Nellie King, saying so long from Shea Stadium. The final score, the Mets beat the Pirates 7-2. This is the Pirate Baseball Network.